Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to our next episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Today, we're pleased to welcome Grace Johnson to our show. Grace is someone who we've both known since she was about five or six years old, and we've watched her grow through the years. Somehow, now she's 19. (laughs) She's definitely one of our younger guests that we've had on, uh, but we find her super inspiring. Yeah, and last year she graduated from J.M.A. Armstrong High School in our hometown, and since that time has certainly been busy. Grace loves animals, uh, especially all things horses, and I mean, she's got five horses, four of which are paint horses, uh, which is a special type of breed, two Rottweiler dogs, and two orange kitty cats. She has competitively shown in barrel-raced horses since the age of 12 and 13, and currently Grace is studying online with the University of Guelph, taking equine management and business, and she's also studying another online course to become an activities coordinator for seniors. And she recently completed studies for equine massage therapy. Um, And in case you haven't figured it out, that means horses. Uh, She's worked in both fields of study uh, that she's been studying online, uh, both in a senior's home and currently working to finish up the hands-on component of the horse massage course. Then she'll be officially certified as an equine mile manipulative functional therapist for horses and she plans to start her business called Saving Grace Equine Massage. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, This fall for the second year in a row, Grace will be traveling to Georgia to compete in the National Barrel Horse World Championship. And it sounds like there'll be no shortage of things for us to talk about today. So let's get started. Hi, Grace, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good, glad you could join us tonight. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it's uh, well, once I heard more about what you've been up to, I really didn't know. Like, I mean, I know you're still hanging around and (laughs) I knew you were studying uh, some things in school and that sort of thing. But uh, once I heard how many things you were studying, it was kind of like, wow, we need to talk to her. So uh, what is your story? Who's Grace and what are your interests? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Well, I'm 19. Um, I work at the Jordan Life Care Center. I'm the activities coordinator there. I have been for the last year. Um, I am very heavily involved in horses and I have been since, mom said it's the eight, since I was six, I've been riding horses. Um, I've been competitively riding since I was 12. I just started barrel racing when I was 13. So I've been doing that for six years six, Mm. five years I've been doing barrel racing, which is pretty neat. I've got a cat trying to get in the camera here. (laughs) Um, I've got five horses personally, four of which are paint horses. I'm a big lover of paints. And then I've got two Rottweilers and two orange cats. Everyone knows how troublemaker, how orange cats are big troublemakers. (laughs) 
Oh, you'll probably hear her knocking things off the counter. Her behind me. <laughs> okay, that's just a that's just a cat. So, what, what exactly is a paint horse? I know it's a special breed, but um, it's the you see horses. It looks like they're white and they've got brown or black paint just thrown on them. Okay. Oh, they're all okay. spotted. Well, not polka dotted, but kind of spotted with different colors. Mm. So I've got a brown and white one, and I've got three black and uh, two black and white ones and one solid so she's just brown with white feet and then okay. I've got a little tiny miniature pony and he's kind of useless but he's cute so we keep <laughs> around I saw your pony the last time I was up at the house he's yes. pretty cute yeah <laughs> oh yes he's something that's for sure <laughs> so are paint horses uh bred for a specific purpose they tend to be one of the uh, most popular horses for Kind of just the general, they're pretty good at most things. They're pretty stocky horses. So they tend to be used a lot for the rodeo stuff like I've been doing mm -hmm. or um, the fancy stuff I used to do, Western Pleasure and that kind of stuff, just because I feel like that type of riding, because my two black and white ones are bred for that. And they're really just bred to be fat and pretty. <laughs> and that's what they are. Why can't so. I be fat and pretty? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can kind of relate yeah. to that in some way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really neat. <laughs> yeah, they're they're one of the oldest breeds, I believe, and they're just they're good at everything. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, just in our intro, we were kind of talking about how you were in lots of studies to do with horses and other things. So, why don't you share a little bit about that? Well, I graduated from JMA last year, which is now Salisbury Regional. Mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of issues during school with bullying because I had horses. And it's very much, you know, you'll hear she's a horse girl and that kind of stuff. So I struggled a lot with that from grade nine right to grade 12. Mm. So I was so thankful I was finally finished. And I was so excited to start university. And I love every day that I do class with university. I'm doing equine studies, management, business, kind of everything. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also doing my equine massage course, which I just finished the other day, which is really exciting. Uh, but my business and management course is pretty much everything to do with horses. So I'm learning about their environment, their anatomy, their history, all that kind of stuff, which is really interesting. Hmm. yeah so what's like the massage portion I find it hard to envision what that means so what's that mean <laughs> relax and take deep breath that's what that's yeah. well that's where your mind goes right yeah well just like people they get sore muscles too mm -hmm. and uh, I always thought you know just achy muscles but they actually get knots just like we get knots mm -hmm. and I know growing up riding horses I always had knots in my calves constantly and now that I'm learning that my horses are having knots in their biceps and their triceps and along their spine, it's interesting because it's, you don't think they're in pain, but they're, you, most of them usually are because something is sore. Mm. So it's nice to know that my horses aren't in pain because I know how to fix it now. That's is, really cool. Yeah. And it's things you don't think about, like you said, it's, yeah. you just see them as different, totally different species yeah. than us. Right. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, mom was also telling me that you're starting your own business. I am my massage business. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I just finished the online schooling part of it. So all of my studies are finished, but I have to do 50 hours of hands-on work before I can be officially certified. So I'm hoping to get that all done the month of June so I can start taking clients July 1st. And Um, I'll just, for now, I think I'm just traveling within the Maritimes and then I'll, you know, branch out as my my competing gets more advanced. I uh, just right now I'm still just in the Maritimes and then Georgia once a year, but unless that branches out, it'll just be the Maritimes. Really, really cool. So Grace, what is it that like, do you have a remembrance of what led you to horses? Like I know your aunt is involved in horses yes. that it kind of did your love for, or for all things horsey start there? Or? Yeah, I think so because she's my only family member that has horses. Right. And I don't think growing up, any of my neighbors had farm animals, Um, but just going to visit my aunt Heidi every once in a while, she always had a horse and she had three ponies when we were younger and my cousins trained all three of them and and they would stick me on the safest one and then we'd all go and see who could stay on the longest pretty much. Or we'd go on big trail rides, just me and my cousins and that was, mom said I was six when I first started doing that. So do you remember feeling like, was it just like, hey, this is cool? Or did you feel a certain kind of freedom or like powerful being on the horse? Like, what is it that that resonated with your heart that made you think like, hey, I really want to do more here? A little bit of everything. Just it's very freeing to be on horse to know that well, I, don't, I didn't quite understand it back then, but now to know that I control a thousand pound animal with my pinkies is kind of cool. And I can run 35 miles per hour easily is pretty awesome. And um, it's just, as soon as I'm on a horse, I feel comfortable. I feel like I'm at home and I can do whatever I want in front of anybody on a horse. Yeah. That's a cool way to put it too. You said you feel like home because I'm sitting here going and like, I love cats, but I feel, I feel like it takes a really special someone to want to have a career with animals that they love. Like it takes, you have to have a real heart and knack for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's, it's kind of cool to like, cause it's like mom said, I always knew you liked horses and stuff, but, but mom was telling me about how you we're studying in it and then you were doing all of these things and then mom said you're starting your own business and I was like what the heck you're supposed to be like yeah. eight years old that doesn't make uh, yeah. Any sense <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's kind of true actually I remember seeing you I was with uh your mom and your brother and I don't even know if your youngest sister was born yet and we were over at your aunt's and I remember you whining to go there yeah. and so we went to visit and yeah, it's, it's kind of neat because in my head too, like you're still like eight or nine. Or or I think my love of paint horses started at my aunt's house because my cousin, she had a paint horse and she trained Flash all on her own. Okay. And I started riding lessons on Flash. And um, I remember being super, super tiny. And they'd put me on this massive, massive horse. He was huge and he was a paint and they had poles on the ground and they told me to stand up in my stirrups and 
jump over the poles and I would go to school and tell everybody that I jumped the horse and it was so <laughs> cool because I could jump and uh, Flash just recently passed away a few years ago and I got a horse just after that I believe and it was a paint so I've always been around them. Kind of neat. So yeah. you, you mentioned Georgia. So what, um, yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about. And Candy <laughs> does because she read the intro and she, yeah. you know, she kind of knows you a little bit. I see all your videos, which are really yeah. cool. Our listeners don't have any clue what we're talking about. So why don't you enlighten them? Uh, well, I barrel race, um, do a bunch of rodeo things. Um, I touch in some pole bending. My horse isn't the greatest at it. So we're, we kind of specialize in barrels. Um, and don't want to say we're good enough, but I guess we're good enough that we've qualified to go to the world championships in Perry, Georgia for the last three years. And wow. we're going again this fall for the second time in a row. And last year we just had so much fun. I decided that I'd like to go again. And yeah. last year was kind of, I wasn't totally planning it. I just thought this is one last thing before I retire my horse because she is quite old she does have arthritis in her legs so I thought this is one last thing before she's done and she can be comfortable in a grass field for the rest of her life and not have to do anything ever again and we got to Georgia and she blew me out of the water she got faster every time wow. and was faster than some of the horses that have been doing it their entire lives she's wow. only been five or six it gives me shivers I don't know yeah. why because it's a horse yeah. story but like that's cool really yeah. like it's almost like you know we talk about a lot about life's purpose and and mm -hmm. finding things with meaning and just as yeah. you said that I'm like holy like your horse yeah. maybe this was her thing she's been yeah her whole that was life. her purpose yeah. Yeah. yeah well she definitely when I bought her she um I wasn't actually supposed to buy her she was sitting in the field for a few years and I actually tried to convince my aunt to buy her because she when she went up for sale my aunt had no horse and went, you gotta buy her you gotta buy her she's really cheap you just gotta buy her I'm not riding a mare and that's a female horse yeah they tend to be a little moody right I'm not doing that and you, you know she went off the market because nobody was buying her she was on the market for two three years and then it unforeseen circumstances I had to get rid of my horse very quickly and the owner said well you can just borrow her for the rest of the season if it goes well we can work out payment I had her for maybe three days and I said this is my horse you're not getting her back wow. and she just since then she gets faster every show I think last season we've knocked less than five barrels which is crazy I think our goal this year is to not knock anything which will be a hard, hard goal, but I think we can do it. So to do, to explain barrel racing to those of us who don't live in the agricultural world, how does that all work? So you're running as fast as you can in a, uh, I believe it, it's a four leaf clover, three leaf clover okay. pattern as fast as you can around three barrels. Okay. Fast as you can. Try not to knock them down. Don't knock them down. Yeah. As fast as you can, as fast as you can, even the milliseconds count. And if you knock something, you add five seconds to your time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really, really cool. Yeah. 
so beyond Georgia and things like that, um, are your plans to just like stay close to home and do the business? Or are you hoping to maybe continue to get invites to Georgia or? Well, I think seeing as last year, I was thinking it was Katie's last year. This year, again, that's another a question whether it is her last year or not, because she will be 20, which is a pretty old age for a horse. Mm. So I don't know if she'll get invited again, but I do have the other two at home. Um, and both of them right now don't do anything. Um, <laughs> one of them, it was her birthday yesterday, and I haven't ridden her yet. Uh, she's a rescue. Mm. And then I've got my younger horse. She'll be six. And she's just, we're still trying to find what she's good at. And what her calling is because she's not quite fast but she's not slow she's just fat and pretty well maybe um, that's her purpose yeah but <laughs> I was hoping to um my best friend is actually an RCMP officer in British Columbia and she's got she's mentioned that there's a lot of barrel racing around that area and you can qualify for the pro rodeo in that area so I thought of going out there for a year or two just to see what's out there and who I can learn from and then come back home. Really cool. Really cool. Um, to kind of change the, like the focus, um, yeah. we're interested to know what, um, beyond horses makes you feel inspired. Beyond horses. My life really re revolves around animals. That's fair. That's fair. Whether it's horses or not, I've got my Rottweilers and I would, take them everywhere with me if I could <laughs> and my two orange cats although I'll tell you that I hate cats orange <laughs> cats are an exception this interview is over <laughs> yeah yeah that's what mom would say but <laughs> but orange cats are an exception they're a little different I find they're just better than all the other cats <laughs> and I do have a female orange cat which is hard to come by so wow. I have Arlo Ann she's my little girl Okay. Interesting, because mom yeah. has a cat um, that's a calico, and it's hard yeah. to find male calicos as yes. well. I didn't know that was a thing for orange cats. Yeah, I believe only 20% of orange cats are female. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just like a calico yeah. thing. but so I, now... I, I think it's the calico and the orange that you can only get females in the calico and only males in the orange. Okay. And that's what I always thought. And then... When we found Arlo, that's why her name is Arlo, because I thought she was a boy. And we we got her home, and the vet said, no, that's a female. I've never seen one. And she was a Interesting. vet. Interesting. Yeah. Is it an orange tabby? or? She's, yeah, it's kind of, she's got some white on her tail. Okay. Hmm. So she's mostly orange then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but my life kind of only has to do with things to do with animals that's totally mm -hmm. fair yeah. and uh, some people really focus on one thing I we yeah. were just curious to know if there was more mm -hmm. like you know some people really focus on one thing but then like the off weekend they might go do something else but yeah it seems like you're just super passionate about the animals and obviously horses are the main yeah. focus so mm -hmm. yeah really... I do tend to pretend that I'm good at gardening <laughs> but my garden looks otherwise, <laughs> but I, that's pretend. okay. You can still like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the age of nine, at the ripe old age of 19, <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you if you had uh, 
something, a chance to have a redo on something, um, what would it be? Like, usually we ask this question in terms of what's your biggest regret or failure, yeah. or mm -hmm. it can be like a redo that, like, yeah, yeah, I could have done better at that. I think me and mom were actually just talking about this. Um, I, if I could redo anything, it would to start competitions earlier on because I did only start at 12. So I would, and I've been riding since I was six. So if I could have started earlier on, I could have possibly gone to Georgia earlier and gone more times or have more opportunities to go other places. I know there's a lot of people in New Brunswick, Nova Scotia that I know that have qualified for um, championships in Texas and Oklahoma and that kind of stuff. So okay. it'd be nice to have those opportunities to go to those places. Right. But because I started so later on in my career, I don't have as many as people my age. Okay. okay. You yeah. haven't yet, but maybe it's coming. Who yeah. Knows, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting to ask you these questions that we typically ask others as well, because with you being 19, and, yeah. you know, I'm going to sound old when I say this, but everybody used to say to me, oh, well, when you get older, like, you're going to look back and yeah. go, oh, like, so much has changed over the last yeah. however many years, but where I was at 19, and my mom used to say this all the time to me, when I was 19, I was envisioning a totally different life for myself, yeah. and now that I'm almost 26, it's crazy to think about how my life path has totally changed. But yeah. um, as of right now, what do you want to be when you grow up? Is your dream to have a very successful business? And and it sounds weird to say massaging horses. but <laughs> I think um, so. I think it kind of bounces all over the place, especially with horses and whether I want to do just massage or if I want to do riding lessons or training or coaching or just owning a huge facility hmm. uh, because my school is teaching me on how to own a massive facility and how to operate it properly hmm. and own many 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 horses and manage them properly right. so it kind of bounces all over the place I would really like to own my own facility and I talk all the time about owning um, I believe they're called barndoniums so a house on top of the barn Oh, neat. oh, cool. Which I would, I think that's so cool. And it's the house of my dreams. I'd be like, but, uh, what's that, what's that smell? <laughs> actually, actually, I think there's a type of padding or cushion or something that you can put that blocks sound and smell. Okay. Hmm. Put in the floor. I was told that by somebody. I, I thought that was really cool. I guess yeah. you might find out someday if uh, that's yeah. where you end up and, yeah. you know, but it's, it's the same as like when you're used to that and that's where your passion is like that yeah. stuff doesn't matter. Right. Like to someone no. like me, I'd be like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but just anything to do with horses, really. I just love everything to do with them. And I do really enjoy teaching riding lessons to younger kids. That's cool. I find adults are a little harder to, you know listened they got to listen to me they want to do it on their own no but way kids... huh so adults aren't good at listening interesting yeah. but the kids are very much I don't want to say trick them into doing things but they're very much put it into different words and they're very excited to do it they, they're probably the yeah they're probably more receptive I think it's yeah. probably a good word eh? yeah yeah 
and they bounce back a little better if they fall True. They go, yeah, than the think. adults yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the adult like just goes home and never comes. Back. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they got a broken hip. But. Right. Yeah. 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 No, well, but you could totally do like a a little yeah. area where you just do like maybe lessons and also have yeah. your own facility, like you said, and just manage yeah. that. But that's that's a lot of fun. Really yeah. Cool. Really cool. So why don't you tell us? This is a big question. What's the most important thing you've learned in life? It can be a horse uh, enlightenment moment, or it can be a person thing or how, how people like, I don't know, anything's on the table, go for it. I guess it would be more, it's horse and people related, I guess. Um, but mom has always drilled it into my head since I was very little that we have to be nice to everybody, even if we don't like them, mm -hmm. uh, because we want to treat people the way we want to be treated. And I've always done that, especially in the horse world. Um, I find, and any horse person really will tell you, that we are the most negative people that you will ever find. And everybody hates everybody and everybody judges everybody else. And it's it's hard to enjoy yourself sometimes in the horse world. Um, but I... I don't want to brag or talk about myself too much. Do it. But I've been told <laughs> I've been told that I'm nice to everybody, so everybody likes me. And everybody knows me as the paint girl. I've got the paint horses. And mm. just this this afternoon, mom was talking about somebody she's seen at the hospital and they said, Oh, I know your daughter. I had never heard of this girl before. But she knows me as the paint girl that's from Interesting. Salt yeah, but if, if you're nice to other people, then it's kind of reciprocated towards back towards you, That's which right. is really nice. Yeah. Like yeah. even the people I really don't like and I really don't want to be nice to, <laughs> you smile and you mm -hmm. say, have a nice day. I hope you had a good day. Have a nice drive home, that kind of stuff. It's almost like they're forced to be nice back to you. Yeah. yeah. Kill, kill them with kindness pretty much. Yeah. Right. And it is harder to be like when you give someone kindness, it's harder for them to find anything yeah. to push back at you. Like yeah. you were saying, it's not the easiest thing to do in the world though. You're right. Mm. Yeah. 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 People Sometimes can... you have to be super nice and then turn around and tell your one best friend that all of your issues. Yeah. We <laughs> tell that one person. Yeah. I, I keep seeing the, I think it's on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. You know, for me, one of my besties is my mom and uh, it's the, right. And so it's yeah. the, sorry, we can't be friends anymore. I already told my mom all the yeah. bad things that you did to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah, no, but you're totally right. And it's not mm -hmm. the easiest thing to do in the world and no. nobody's perfect in doing that. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good mindset to have though. So good on you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you one more question just before um, we ask the very last one. Um, how do you live life differently? Well, I feel like with horses, everything is different. Sure. Um, early, early mornings, super late nights, always, always busy. Um, especially with all of my schooling, I very rarely have downtime. And when I do have downtime, I'm usually working on something, whether that's knitting that I, um, my resident at the Jordan taught me how to do, 
fun. Um, I knit baby blankets in my spare time. So that's pretty much it that I do. Um, but, and just recently, my nights have been cut back a little shorter mm. because I am a horrible farm person and I hate bugs. I hate <laughs> them with passion, especially June bugs. Oh, yeah. And they just started coming out. Oh, so, already fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I feed the horses while it's still light out because I do not want to be outside in the dark with light. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so I'm usually in bed around 930 now. But as soon as the June bugs are away, I'll be back to late nights again. Yeah, because <laughs> even as you were saying, like, yeah, you start to add things up. So you've got the horses. Yeah. Which, that's a great big job to do. And you're working. And mm-hmm. you're still finishing school and yeah. you're trying to start a business like you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work. And I haven't even started physically massaging horses yet. So my afternoons are going to be fully booked with those. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, because I work uh, part time at the Jordan. I do Monday to Thursday. And on my breaks, I'm doing homework or I'm doing something for my horses. And then as soon as I get home, I've got something to do regarding horses or my dogs. Yeah. And then yeah. it's bedtime. Yeah. 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 And then you're knitting, you're knitting your sleep. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very much like my mother and I love my sleep. So I'm not a, I don't like being up past 1030. Mm. So I'm usually in bed by the latest 1030 every night. Wow. But that's good. And it's good to yes. be disciplined like that yes. because that's where I have a hard time sometimes. Yes. Uh, I've had to like set that rule in place that like, okay, you're going to bed at 10 because otherwise it just gets pushed. But that's really hard to do for some people. So whether you prioritize it or you're not willing to negotiate yes. on your sleep, that's always a good thing. Yes. Yeah. So here comes the big last question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> besides not liking june bugs which i'm saying there um what makes you imperfect um i think i'm a big procrastinator talking about how much stuff i have to do i procrastinate a lot especially with homework mm-hmm. and i tend to leave it till the very last thing of the day and then i'm up until 10 30 doing homework Mm-hmm. And then you've got the screen time that affects your sleep. So then you're up another 30 minutes trying to fall asleep because yeah. you're just on the screen for two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also, mom was saying earlier that I like to expect things. I'll start a project and I want it to be finished the next day. And I have to remind myself that it, I have to put work into things. Yeah. And just because I want my, my transmission in my truck blew a month ago. And we just got a car and I hate it. I hate driving the thing. And (laughs) my mechanic is looking for a truck for me. And mom was saying like, I'm expecting a truck tomorrow. I don't like the truck. I don't want the car. So I want the truck tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen that fast. And especially with the horses. uh, Well, Katie's pretty much, she's my main horse. She kind of knows everything. So there's not a whole lot of large trainings that go into her it's kind of just tuning things Mm. but with my younger horse who is stupid and doesn't know anything and just is fat and pretty (laughs) I'm expecting her to be perfect at something by the end of this summer Mm. but right now she doesn't do anything right now so I don't even know where to start and I'm expecting her to be perfect in a couple of weeks 
Mm. Right. So that's something I struggle with. So you're yeah. learning patience. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You must have a lot of it with uh, working with animals because I mean, they don't speak the same language, right? So yeah, I try. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got a lot on your plate and it's, yeah. it's funny. Um, mom had said, yeah, I'd love to interview Grace and she's willing. And I was like, oh, cool. So we're going to talk about horses. And uh, mom showed me um, what you had sent about in regards to what you're doing. And yeah. I had no idea, like you're yeah. doing a lot of stuff. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah a but lot. good for you though. Like, and as long as you're happy with what you're doing, that's what matters. And you're accomplishing a lot. So, I mean, it's, it's fair to be a procrastinator and expect things to happen the next day. Cause I, I don't always think about that, but that's definitely an yeah. issue with me too. I think a lot of people probably have that problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So Grace, uh, do you want to let people know where they can find you? You told me you had a Facebook page, uh, ready sure. and on the go. So. Um, well, my equine massage business is called Saving Grace Equine Massage. You can find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We, I just started it, so there's not too much on it, but I will be posting in the next week or so about doing my practice hours. So I'd like to get them in in this month. And um, that's for massage. And for Georgia, I'm fundraising to go to Georgia because it is a very expensive trip. Mm. Uh, we're doing well for non-horse people we're doing an Italian date night in Salisbury with a live auction in August so you could find that on there probably as well on that Facebook page yes I'll probably end up sharing it on there okay cool so people can find anything to do with that on that page then for sure Perfect. Well, thank you so much for um, taking the time to be interviewed today. It was kind of cool to chat with you too, because it's been a little while. And again, I had no idea how much you were doing, but very proud of you. It's exciting. And uh, it's weird to think like we were saying that you're supposed to be like way younger. And I remember babysitting you and your mother and sister. And can I share, can I share a memory? Oh, okay. Um, When Kennedy, uh, went to your birthday party to do Zumba yes that's cute I remember that thanks for that that. (laughs) (laughs) you and all your friends were right into it not the worst I've done there was one time I had to go to a kid's birthday party and dress as Elsa so we won't talk about that one (laughs) you went up the road in your cavalier that was classic all dressed up yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, that's funny. I forgot that I did Zumba in uh, yeah. your house for your birthday. Funny. Yeah, I lots, remember that. Lots of memories. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, Grace. For thank taking you for inviting me. Absolutely. And um, good luck with everything in your business. I mean, if I had a horse, I'd bring it to you, but I don't. <laughs> so if you do anything yeah. with cats, I'll, you know, let me know or whatever. But yeah. yoga or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, thank you. Certainly very inspiring. I just wanted to. Thank you. It's it's amazing really to see how much you get on the go and and how you're accomplishing things. And wow, you're you're super well spoken. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, we'll be talking soon. I'm sure we'll be crossing paths and everything. But but thank you again. Thank you for inviting me. Okay. Bye, Grace. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. 
email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.